0: What's up, Duke fans, and welcome to another episode of the Duke Blue Central Podcast. Duke is officially 1-0, ladies and gentlemen. I am recording this the night of November 6th, 2023, right after Duke's victory against Dartmouth. Uh, you know, after the first victory of the year, I had to hop on here, even though it's late at night, to give you some instant reactions and uh, so maybe some gut feelings on this team after a great, great 1-0 start from this Duke team. Overall, just what what a good day for college basketball. Always a fun day, kind of this first opening day of the season. Uh, great to have Duke Hoops back Uh uh, in full in full strength although we weren't quite in full strength tonight uh, as I'm, as we'll get into shortly uh Mark Mitchell was scrapped from the lineup uh, really shortly probably like maybe in 30 minutes to an hour before game time uh, Duke coaching staff decided to sit Mark Mitchell for this game with some pain in his lower body heard it was a, a sprained ankle. Uh, Hopefully nothing too serious. Doesn't sound like anything too serious there. Sounds like more of a precautionary move, Uh, but we'll get into all that and more later. Uh, But of course, Duke is 1-0. Great win against Dartmouth today. Kind of wanted to give you just some breakdown of what I saw from the game today. Things to be excited about, things to be concerned about. Uh, So yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, The game started out slow for Duke, uh, as you kind of expect every year you know, these guys aren't, didn't come flying out of the gates like they did in their exhibition against Pembroke. Uh, it was definitely a slower start to the game. Didn't score a ton. Uh, everyone was kind of cold to start the game, except for Jared McCain, who, uh, who opened us off uh, or flip hit a flip hit an inside basket. And then McCain opened us up with a three pointer on the outside. He was ready to go, but everyone else had a slow start, uh, but not something you're concerned about as you, uh, as you start the year. But, uh, Flip started dominating on the inside, and the threes started uh, falling for Duke. And, and let me tell you, I felt like, man, maybe the player of that first half was Jalen Blakes. He really provided maybe the biggest spark of energy we had tonight off the bench, uh, especially in that first half. He just exploded defensively, uh, was making steals, making uh, making life super hard on the Dartmouth offensive players, uh, and even hit a three there. But uh, I'll tell you, Blake's had an awesome, awesome first half coming off the bench. The energy of the team just feels different when he's in. And I think people have forgot about him being a big part of this rotation this year, uh, just with all the new talent we had. And, and the new guys look great tonight. But uh, Blake's just the way that he plays and the way the effort that he gives, it, it's I can see why it's so hard for Shire to keep this guy off the court. Because he just has all the intangibles you want and just gives his all in every single second that he's in in every single game. And and this is a great team for Blakes to be a part of. Because it's not like he's going to be a guy that's required to play 30 minutes a game like he might at another school. The the beauty of this team, and I'll talk about this in a second, is the depth. Uh, this team is so deep, which we witnessed it tonight. Uh, and And that lends to... Each uh, you know, Blake's can be in a position where he's only uh, called into action for every, you know, five to ten minute spurts instead of 20 minute spurts. So uh, he can really just go crazy in those five to ten minutes he's on. And that's exactly what happened tonight. Proctor, uh, Tyrese Proctor looked awesome, as we expected. Uh, he got in some early foul trouble, had two quick fouls in the first half and, and sat down till about the, I think, five minute mark of the second half. But it was clear immediately when he came in uh, for the remainder of the first half. Good things were going to happen for the Duke offense. Uh, he sparked us really to a seventeen to two run to end the half. Uh, Proctor was creating. I think he finished the game with only eight points. Kind of a maybe a modest. Uh, scoring day for Proctor he was 50% on his uh, three pointers shot two for four and three for six total on the night Uh, but he had eight assists so eight assists to I believe just one turnover Uh, yeah that is a heck of an assist to uh, to turnover ratio. We'll take that every time. But he was looking to create tonight. Uh, got into attack mode a couple times and it, and it looked awesome every time he did. Uh, but man, you can just tell when Proctor's on the court, when the ball's in his hands, good things are going to happen. Whether it's a pick and roll to flip, which happened a couple times tonight, or even him doing some ISO, either mid-range pull up to the basket or even a three. Everything just looked easy for him tonight. If there's one thing I'd have for him, I mean, I, I'd love to see him get even more more in attack mode. Now I understand this is Dartmouth and he picked up two fouls early, so that might've limited him. But, but if I'm coach Shire, I'm, I'm getting in his ear even a little bit more about uh, really looking to score. Uh, We know he can create and his passing is going to come, but uh, there are going to be times this year where he's going to be called on to score more and be in attack mode more. And uh, a couple of them could be coming up, uh, this weekend with uh, with Arizona for on Friday on the horizon. Um, but great game for Proctor. He he sparked us to end that first half seventeen to two run, and uh you know, I think we were up about thirty going into the uh, second half. And the second half I just wrote in my notes was just the Kyle Filipowski show. Uh, just dominated down low in every single way possible. Looked like he was toying with the defense out there. Um, it, it just felt like he was a guy we could give the ball to in a post and and good things were gonna happen either it was going to be a bucket or as good a passer for a big as he is he was gonna find the open man to hit a three or uh to make something else good happen but uh flip had an awesome awesome night you know the first half you look up you know it's kind of been trending to talk about how quiet filipowski seems to be like um I was reading some other Duke pages Twitter throughout the game and one of them I can' remember which one said like, man, you really feel like Flip could be doing more out there and then you look at the box score and he's leading Duke in scoring and he has a tendency to do that, although he was not hidden in the second half at all he finished with 25 points shooting 10 for 12 on the night, that's 10 for 12 missed 2 shots uh, one of the shots he missed was a 3 pointer he was perfect from the line uh, finished with 7 rebounds, 1 assist and again 25 points to lead Duke in scoring, just an awesome awesome game for Flip, it felt like he could have scored 40 if we left him in there um but, but just man what a player he is going to be this year he he this first game is any indication he is going to live up to those uh pre-season acc player of the year nominations and uh, perhaps even vie for the national player of the Year award uh he looked like duke's best player uh, looked like a leader i saw him talking a bunch out there Uh, We're going to need that from him. And defensively, I thought he held his own at the five. Now, Dartmouth is not the biggest and scariest team we're going to play we got a big scary big man coming into Cameron on Friday with Arizona that'll be a great indicator about how Flip is going to play at the five this year um but he played more at the four this game because of the absence of Mark Mitchell of course of course but when he was down there in low in the, fi- in the five I felt like he did good defensively felt like he had some he, I think he had a couple blocks uh definitely some altered shots there um but I but I thought Flip looked great I, I don't have any i don't have any notes for kyle filipowski on this game it just felt like uh he was in total control you didn't see a lot of sometimes last year felt like when he was in the low post he would go to that spin move a lot where it would either be called an offensive foul or, or he would lose it or travel with it i think he had one travel in the game but there was way less of that this game just totally in control and and man Man, you can also tell he's put on some weight. They said on the broadcast I think he's put on 18 pounds of muscle in the offseason, and he looked like it. He was battling through big guys down there, and and that is just a a scary sight to see, especially with his increased mobility with having the the hip surgery in the offseason looked quicker out there. Gosh, I don't know. uh, There's not going to be a lot of people that can stop him this year, especially if he can get that outside shot to fall more. He hit 50% tonight, but it was just one for two but if that can be a big factor of his game man uh, he is just going to be a matchup nightmare out there for anybody he he's one of those in between kind of size and speed guys even though he's a seven footer if you put a center on him he's just going to take him outside and can do whatever you want with him, can shoot the three can dribble especially when facing opposing centers and then if you put the put a four on him. Uh, God help you, because he is going (laughs) to dominate you in the post in every single way. What a game from Flip. Uh, He he showed why, you know, he's a favorite for ACC Player of the Year. And, you know, I I think after this game, his stock for National Player of the Year is is only going to go up. Also wrote down that Caleb Foster had a great game, but a great second half as well. He kind of led the unit for a big part of the second half, especially when the starters were sitting out. Um, man, I'll tell you one thing, and I tweeted this during the game. One thing about him, Caleb does not plays with zero fear. There is no fear in that kid's heart. Uh, that guy is a dog, and uh, he is going to have a heck of a season. He's probably going to have some times where we feel like maybe he's shooting too much or has the ball too much, but one thing you'll never be able to say about Caleb Foster is that uh, he he played hesitantly. Um, he reminds me, okay, here's going to be a kind of a deep cut right reference this is going to be an mma reference uh for all my duke mma fans uh the guy i thought about when watching uh caleb foster out there is they always used to say justin gaethje he's a a lightweight ufc fighter uh he was nicknamed the highlight because he was so he he threw really powerful punches and he was known for just his super aggressive uh stand-up style and they always said like once he got control Is when he really was going to be a dangerous fighter. And that's what happened. Uh, You know, instead of just going out there swinging wild, uh, he got a little bit of control and was able to be measured in his aggression. But then when he was aggressive, he was crazy too. And, you know, that's when he went on his championship run, got choked out to Khabib, which. Who doesn't? Um, but anyway, <laughs> a long way around. Little MMA to basketball analogy. That's what I think of when I think of Caleb Foster. He needs to stay super aggressive. Uh, you know, you don't want to take that mentality and, and dilute it at all. You, you need to keep that dog mentality in him. I think the coaching for Caleb Foster this year is going to be controlled aggression at times. And another thing that is beneficial on this team, he's not a guy that's we're going to need for 35 minutes a game. He can come in and off the bench and go crazy on the second unit, uh, like he did tonight. Um, I I love Caleb Foster's game. Uh, I think he he made a three tonight. Let's see. I'm looking at the box score now. Uh, he was one for three on three pointers, which you'll probably take that from him. Um, but six for ten overall on the night shooting, which you'll you'll definitely take. I love his his inside game. He is just an an undeniable tough shot maker. There were so many layups tonight that you just thought there was no way that he was going to make him and he did or either he got fouled um and then his that that little free throw line paint floater of his I just love I I, I've said it before but I think the floater is such an underutilized shot in today's basketball world and I think he just has it perfected so I'm going to look forward to see more uh, Caleb Foster floaters in the lane um but I loved his performance tonight I want to talk about the defense too. You know, big question about this Duke team was how's our defense going to look? And I thought it looked good. We held Dartmouth little stats here on from the box score. We held Dartmouth to 33% shooting from the field and only 22% from three. I wrote down flip, look good down low. Like, like we said earlier, uh, once again, we saw this in the scrimmage too. This Duke's defense is, is going to be all about high ball pressure, you know, like um, really, really getting pressure on the ball. Uh, from the jump I think they Duke full court pressed a lot tonight and I think that's going to be a common occurrence for this team because I think once again I really think the strategy for this year's defense is going to be to to limit time in the paint from opposing offenses I think we're going to want to speed them up uh, by pulling a little three quarter or full court press. Um, you know slow them down make them get into their offense with less time on the shot clock which which in turn kind of gives them less time to get the ball inside and hammer it away Um, and that worked tonight I do think early it was a little maybe too aggressive this might be a style of defense that unfortunately kind of depends on how the refs are going to officiate the game I thought that They were a little excited, and it's the first game of the year, and some of the guys are young, and came out and fouled a little too much early. It was really frustrating. We got into the bonus super early. Um, I can't remember exactly when, but it was like you looked down, and there were still like 13 minutes left, and Duke had already committed seven fouls. Um, too much, too much fouling there early in the game, uh, but that's the style of defense Duke is trying to play. They just need to hone it back in a little bit and not commit so many fouls, um, especially that early where you're having to take Proctor out with 12 minutes left in the first half. But the defense looked good. You, you look at, you know, they're when you're watching the game. You think, uh, yeah, there are things that can improve, but then you look at the box score and and hey, we turned out pretty good. And a huge, huge, major asterisk to tonight's overall effort, really, but in particular to tonight's defense and rebounding. Mark Mitchell is not in the game, and Mark Mitchell is a guy I think most people would tell you could average twenty five to thirty minutes a game at Duke this year is a definite starter, and his biggest impact on the game is the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I think having Mark defensively, it will totally change the way this team looks uh, looks on that side of the ball, even though they look great tonight, which that's the scary thing. Uh, but I think even more importantly, maybe for this team, he helps us rebound better, which is the one area I think you could come away from tonight and be a little worried. Or not super worried, but a little, you know, eyebrow raised, concerned about this Duke team is the rebounding. But I think, once again, huge asterisk on this game. We're missing one of our best players, and 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 that's a a scary sight to college basketball. When you score ninety two, limit the other team to fifty four, and you're missing a core starter on this team. Uh, Just an incredible effort all around from this year's uh, from this Duke team uh, without Mark Mitchell. I I I wanted to say something about Jared McCain too. I know. Maybe a lot of fans could be slightly disappointed with his debut. Uh, A lot of expectation for that kid. But I I saw good things from McCain. He he got excited and fouled a little too much and fouled out late in the game. But Jared's going to be just fine. Don't worry about him. He showed off the shooting. He made two threes tonight. Uh, Made good decisions. Thought he could have scored even more. He missed some shots he usually would make. Uh, Not worried in the slightest about Jared McCain. Still think he should start. Uh, no concern for me from him. And, uh, I've said it a million times on this one, but a luxury of this team, like I said in the uh, last episode, if one guy is off having a bad night or even fouls out like McCain did tonight, no problem you know, Blake's step up and get you, how many points did he, Blake's can step up and get you 10 points, Caleb Foster can step up and get you 15 points, Uh, it's just a massive luxury to have, I was sitting there watching the game tonight thinking, how much, how much of a luxury is it to have Caleb Foster coming off your bench, there are other teams in the nation that would be so excited to have him as a 35 minute a game starter, and we've got him as a, as a big six minute, Man, maybe even seven-man bench piece. Uh, just crazy deep uh, on this Duke team. And and kind of one more player analysis. I, I thought Sean Stewart showed good athleticism off the bench, and I'd like to see him get more minutes. I, I think a, a lot of Duke Twitter is saying that, and I agree with him. I, I think Sean Stewart would also help your rebounding cause, uh, just a guy who can jump off the gym. He had one play where he was about to uh, enter the stratosphere at Cameron, but he slipped on the floor. And, uh, and and couldn't get a big dunk off. Uh, thank goodness he wasn't injured there. That could have been a lot worse, but uh, he threw down a huge alley-oop a couple plays later, so uh, no lost love for Sean Stewart there. I, I think he helps you defensively, and I think he helps you uh, in the rebounding fashion i'd like to see more minutes from him we saw christian reeves get more minutes than i thought tonight i actually would like to see maybe sean stewart eat into some of those minutes we gave reeves no disrespect to reeves of course but i i think i liked the the plus that uh that sean gives us i still think reeves is working on this game a little and he's coming along great i thought he showed some flashes today of of being able to be a big piece of this team Um, But I I particularly really liked that. I think it was Proctor, Roach, Foster, Sean Stewart, Flip lineup. I I think that lineup is something to keep a bookmark on. I I think that, you know, Proctor, Roach, you obviously – those guys are going to start, you know, two best guards on the team. You throw in Foster there, who had a great scoring night but also looked good defensively and has size. Then you throw in Sean Stewart, who's a freak athlete who also has some size coming in there about, I think he's 6'8", and with flip at the 5, I think that team can get out and run in transition super fast, and we've already seen it from, especially Foster. Foster, his game is so tailored to fast break action. Proctor's a big creator and a good shooter jeremy roach is a good shooter stewart can jump off the gym and is a huge lob threat and then of course you got flip who's basically good at everything uh that lineup is i think one to put a bookmark in and uh, and hold it for uh the next few games um yeah and that's almost all my thoughts for this if it, again if we had uh any big concern it's the rebounding we only won the rebounding battle 33 to 29 today uh and look dartman doesn't have like a dominate dominating big man like Arizona has, uh, and, and we're going to see that battle play out, um, on Friday. That I think is a awesome early test for this Duke team, because I think Arizona is set up in a way roster construction wise that could give Duke problems. I, I think they're strong where maybe we're potentially weaker. I don't think this team is weak anywhere, but I think, you know, it, it, if anyone's just gonna pound us on the glass and really make us pay I think it'll be Arizona so we're gonna see they kind of good versus good on Friday and I'll do more I think I'm gonna do a breakdown episode for Arizona before the game where we'll dive deeper into kind of that matchup and, and what to look for and what it means um but yeah that's the one question mark from this game is rebounding but like I said earlier I think more Sean Stewart minutes will help that and huge asterisk we didn't have Mark Mitchell for this game and last thing before i get off kind of a quicker episode today but i'm recording this at about um, midnight at night after the game uh so maybe my thoughts aren't the most uh collective but i had to get in here first win of the season give you some instant reaction uh a last thought for the game i i thought this was a just a huge stat on the construction of this team and how we're going to play this year so duke starters we scored 92 points the starters accounted for 57. The Duke bench tonight scored 35 points, 35 from the bench. Uh, so the the guys who really contributed to that, uh, Jalen Blakes had 10 shot, made a three and was perfect from the field, three for three, also perfect from the line for 10 points. Kayla Foster scored 15, was six for 10, one for three from three-pointer, two for three from the line. Uh, Spencer Hubbard got in, got some, uh, we got some, I guess he's not a walk-on now, but uh, got some points from him, two points from him, uh, Reeves had that alley-oop basket, and then Sean Stewart had six on three for four, shooting from the field, 35 points coming from your bench, and that is, you know, that that is uh, not even considering that when Mark Mitchell comes back, you have some of those guys who were in the starting lineup are going to be moving to the bench, uh, guys, this team is, it's truly deep. I know for the past few years, it's almost been a meme talking about how deep kind of these Duke teams are getting. Uh, but, but, but this team, man, I mean, if we were going to play nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 deep, I mean, this would be the year for, it. I definitely think we'll see that beginning of the year and it'll get trimmed up, you know, February, January, February, March. Uh, but, but this team, it, it just, they just have a potential to be just so incredibly deep and, and it's such a luxury compared to last year's team where we were so scared by foul trouble and there are still some players like look Procter and Flip those guys can't get in foul trouble in important games we need them on the court but the, it's such a luxury to be able to say you know Jared McCain you got you know get a couple bad calls against you or whatever that's fine Caleb Frost will come in and can do th- incredibly well in games just a crazy crazy luxury uh uh, for this team to have that many just dogs on this team that can score that can play defense that can pass um just incredible i mean we were playing there were times we were playing four guard lineups tonight there were there was one lineup i think was oh gosh, I tweeted about it during the game. Which was it? I think it was a, it Roach, Blake's, Foster, McCain, Reeves. I mean, we have four guards in there with Reeves. I, that was maybe the last lineup I expected to see. But there's just so many combinations that this team can pull out. Um, it, it is just going to be a joy and exciting to watch. But they played fast i think flip said it in his post-game interview too like uh, in the second half when we really started getting going was because we were pushing dartmouth we, we weren't just settling to to settle back and try and get to our offense uh we were really trying to take it to them early and, and that i think should uh should be the standard moving forward uh, yeah, man crazy how much a team can change year to year even when we keep 80 percent of the scoring or or whatever that stat is but yeah that's all my thoughts for this game great win for duke nation duke is 1-0 huge game against arizona on friday also a little look around the college basketball (laughs) landscape michigan state was upset by jmu tonight uh that is another big opponent uh duke has coming up right after arizona uh that matchup no longer looking like it's going to be a, a top five matchup Uh, But Duke's holding up their end of the bargain with a 92-54 victory over the Dartmouth Big Green tonight. Duke is 1-0. Have a good night's sleep, Duke Nation. Uh, Go Blue Devils.